previously on I was, but now I am. What do you know about my brother? And I'm like, all I know is that you guys are mm. twins and you have a clothing line. Shit in, shit out. Mm -hmm. So the big part of that is what you feed yourself is what you're going to put out. She came around the side and there was already a gun in her face. Okay. So they masked wow. up, dressed like police officers, and they had um, they had created a chokehold. So what that kind of means is uh, his truck was pointed one way, their truck was pointing the other way, and they waited for him to open his front door, so that's hold one, and then they opened their front door, that's hold two, so now anything in between, you can't get in or out, right? Yeah. Um, pretty, very smart, obviously. And then they Calculated. had, yeah, then they had the van, which had a sliding door, so they actually pulled him in backwards. So he, he didn't really have a chance to do anything. Um, she came around the side, and there was already a gun in her face, like, and they were saying, please, back up. So, you know, everybody can say what they would have done, what they should have done. I've, I've heard it all, and, and but her natural instinct was to call me fair. You know, what he was involved with, we all know, okay, cool, he's involved with drugs. Uh, so she's just thinking he's getting caught. The police are here, let me call his brother. Um, ironically, to, and funny enough, not so funny now, but Three days later, my brother had told me to buy the headset for the head for the helmet. Okay. And it's like three hundred dollars, and I was like, I'm not getting that. Yeah. Like you gotta buy that for me. Right. It's too much money. Um, and he's like, No, you need to buy it just in case I need to talk to you. I was okay. like, Bro, you go buy the headset. Mm -hmm. And I, I, my buddy had just bought it that same day, and I was like, No, no, my brother's gonna buy it for me the next day. Mm -hmm. So when I saw him, he's like, You don't, you don't have the headset yet? And I was like, No. He's like, Okay, I'll get it for you tomorrow. Um, so, uh, so if you had had it, you would have heard. So her she was calling. calling me. I probably I picked up. I think it was a sixteenth call. Oh wow! So yeah. So the phone's ringing. Yeah, and you're uh, writing. Yeah, I'm writing. Yeah. I don't hear it. And I was like, you know, I, I felt it. Like let's say, I, mean, I may have felt it like the tenth time or something. I was like, okay, like this person will know that I'm on my bike. Okay. I'm like this phone's still ringing. So mm -hmm. I, know, I pulled over to the side. I, I gave the, the hand signal for everyone to stop, and. Um, I saw she was calling and it was, I missed a lot, so I'm like, the hell? So I call her back and she couldn't even speak properly. Like, it was just distorted. Uh, you know, some guys got your brother, you gotta come back, come back, come back. So I almost dropped the damn bike. Mm -hmm. I spun it and I don't think I've ever gone so fast. Meditate, get up in your zone, stare up in the mirror, see your face, see your eyes, see your soul, get to know who you is. Only one like you is, be familiar with I, no one like I, and I, no one like I is. Rolling. Yeah, I got there, and by that time, they were already gone. Mm -hmm. But they did take like two, three minutes to check the van. They didn't find what they were looking for at the time. And then, yeah, I found out what happened, and I, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I probably blacked it, blacked out. Yeah, understandable. <clears throat> I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that at all. Mm -hmm. So, how long after did they call to ask for money? It, it wasn't, it wasn't long after, like. Um, I was in the parking lot, and once again, like the same day. Yeah, the same, the same, same, like two, three hours. Mm -hmm. um, it was tough because I just wasn't thinking. Now that I look back on it, rest assured, I'm very like disappointed in myself in regards to how I kind of handled things because I was like panicking a little bit, and they had called her phone. So I guess he probably thought I was on my bike, so okay. he made them call her phone. Mm -hmm. So when they called her phone, I was right beside her. I just took her phone, not realizing that I could have just called from my phone. I just said, okay, they're calling your phone. Give me your phone. Mm -hmm. Like, let me talk to them on your phone. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, he was him, and he. Like, you I, meaning your brother? Yeah. Okay. 
and I never ever heard him sound the way he sounded, right? Like, my brother's to me, anyways, he's like like a no fear kind of guy. Like, he's always like, he, so he, he puts on a good show. Yeah. Like, I, I, I slap him around here and there. I would never slap him in there. <laughs> he would not have that. But um, but you heard the fear in his but voice. But I, I definitely heard a, a voice I've never heard before. So he was like, you know, bring the money here and just get out of there. Like, you know, don't be around there and don't call the police, whatever. So, man, like, I'm just doing what he told me to do. Right. So he told you to go get the money. Um, I also read that he told you to go get the SUV. So the, the SUV that they took him from was still in the parking lot. Okay, and he told you to and take it. And the money was still the in the parking in the SUV. He told you to bring it to the house. Bring it to the house, which which wasn't this house, by the way. The old house. Um, the old house. Said, right. yeah. So he didn't say like you know there's money in the car. He didn't say how much money was. He just said bring the SUV to this spot and right. get out of there. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. like you know what? I actually got into the SUV with my helmet on. That's how much I was just like yeah. thinking about what to do kind of thing. So before you move any further, you did say that the fake police. To search the bag. Or yeah, search, search the, the car. car so, like, uh, in all honesty, like, that's another thing. Like, I don't know what they were looking for and how they didn't find it. The bag is underneath the seat. Like, it, okay. it, it obviously wasn't that thought through. Yeah. But uh, they searched it. It's on the camera. They, they searched it for like a minute or two. They didn't find it. It was still there. And uh, yeah, so. Do you know how much money it was? The, it there's was rumor that was like 100000 No, no, no. That, that uh, was a rumor. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big rumor. Um, it was like 30, 40 k in there. After they had gotten that money, they, they obviously saw it wasn't enough, and then they had called asking for the 100. So now, now I need to go get the 100. So that's when I did the drop. I was in the area. The drop meaning you brought the I car brought the to car the whole, to, 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 the to the house. Okay. And I was kind of in the area. Uh, the thing that was a little tricky was I was waiting for a long time. Okay. And that's when I started to think, okay, they're not gonna bring him here mm -hmm. to the drop with the money there they might be thinking i'm trying to set them up with police and stuff right. so my mind was just going to shit like mm -hmm. it was just moving way too fast and um i wear contacts and i actually rubbed out one of my contacts on my eye like just from crying okay. um and i cannot see at night yeah. <laughs> so that made things a little a little harder part of me was like this was going to happen one way or another because i always rub my eyes and i never i've never rubbed my contacts out when they first took them i had never seen them yet okay now when they got the drop i was around and i, I saw them where were you like were i was in, in the bushes bush no no i was in the bushes if i had the state of mind now and if I was who I was now, yeah. we would have all been dead or in jail for sure. Right, it um, would have been some sort of shootout or something. Yeah, because at the time, like, once again, like, I wasn't in, I, I'm not, I wasn't in shits. Like, I don't care for that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. my brother and his friends would go to the rap parties. I'm at the soca parties and the dance hall parties. Right. I'm not into the, I was not into all of that. Yeah. Um, so I was You find I, it to be more aggressive. Yeah, it's just for what, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, they People are popping bottles, staring at each other, not dancing. I'm into the dancing stuff, so just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I was in the bushes and, um, you know, I saw them, so I confirmed, like, holy shit, these guys are wearing police vests. Like, right. I knew they weren't police, though, at this point, obviously now, because yeah. um, on the back of uh, their vest, it said SWAT, and that's not mm -hmm. something that we do over here. So, um, yeah, so I saw them go in the car, they got the money. Um, obviously, my brother probably explained where it was this time. Right. Um, then they got in their car, the van, and took off. So now I jumped out of the bushes, get into the SUV, okay. and now I'm following them. Okay. But they were like, and it, once again, like, <laughs> I pride myself in driving and stuff, but that night was just a bad night. They're out of here. Uh, I'm driving with one eye, kind of. Mm. And they did it well, we're like, and that's probably why sometimes I feel like they must have known the area or done their homework because. 
not only did they take the right turns, but they waited for traffic and they waited for like me to kind of like get behind traffic and get lost. So um, I wish now that I hadn't listened to the bring the van and I just had rode my bike there. Right. But had I rode my bike there and I'd been with them, they would have to kill one of us. Like uh, it, it wouldn't be the situation is today. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe God blacked my mind and made sure I did all the stupidest things in the world so that I couldn't be there because had I been on my bike, they would have to shoot me off the bike or like the car could have taken me off the bike. At the time, I didn't have a gun, so yeah. they, there was four of them. They, had, they all four had guns, apparently, so we're, we're going to have a discussion about what exactly. It all, that's where my mental health kind of goes to shit because I feel like I let him down a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot. I definitely feel like I let him down a lot. Um, but once again, when looking back and now when you're not you know you can't ask someone to go on a in a basketball game and play play the game if they haven't practiced right, right. uh when, when you're in that life there's certain things that you'll be accustomed to and when you're not you're, you're not gonna be accustomed to certain things happening the reaction from you know the girl my reaction at the time we weren't well we weren't told what to do there's no handbook for that stuff right, right. so now looking back on it and seeing who i am now like oh i would have this would have been a no-brainer this would have been an easy fix but so what would you have done different? Well, first of all, my brother was very, and when we get back, let's tie it back to hybrids with perspective. Mm -hmm. He was a good guy in a bad lifestyle. Okay. So in my lifestyle, he'd be looked at as a bad guy because he might be selling drugs and stuff. But in the drug world, he's a good guy. Like we'd always tell him like, you know, how come you don't have a gun? Mm -hmm. I think he had one or two and he got rid of them because he said he didn't like the energy it gave him when he had it on him. Okay. Like, uh, he felt like it was the first thing he would go for if an argument happened. Right. So he said he didn't want it no more. And I was like, bro, this guy's a weirdo. Um, whereas I'd be like, no, like, you got it. Yeah. So he was a good guy, like, in that, in that sense. So now, if it were to happen today, then we'd have to have a shooter right, right there and then. It would, yeah. There'd be no questions, right? So um, he didn't have a gun. At the time, I didn't have a gun. So, like, <laughs> What was really gonna? What was gonna be done? So online, there's a lot of people with speculations, and there's people that obviously don't know you guys, and they really are praying for Jamar to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, but some people are saying, well, you know, he was a bad guy, so I don't feel sorry for him. Others are saying that um, he he's probably in p police protection, or yeah, he's hiding yeah, yeah. him. He's hiding himself out, or that he's the worst thing, which is yeah. Which is so dead. like you know. Uh, in regards to the, what I would say, good comments, uh, so the support is unreal, like the people who know us know. And one of the biggest things that I had to get over with in this whole situation is realizing that I, I can't sit and explain the situation to everybody. Yeah. I can't sit and plead my case to everybody. I can't help everybody understand what, what our lives are like or what we did or how we were brought up or mm. why or how it even got to this point. Right. Um, that's just not something I can do, so I gotta get over that. Um, in regards to the negative comments, or uh, still the good comments in regards to police protection or him hiding out, if that's the case, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping. Like, I, what, if Jamar were to come back tomorrow and like have lost all the money and now the police are on him and yeah, I would honestly be like, yeah, I'm happy to see you, but this is your problem. Yeah. You gotta deal with this. Like, you know, we all make choices in life, right? So uh, the same same for me and my dad, right? If, if Canada goes to war tomorrow and we end up dying in, in a fight, in, you know, in, in the battle of things, mm -hmm. um, nobody can say that we were forced to join the army, right? We made a choice. Now, as much as I miss Jamar and I, and I do love that kid, um, everybody makes choices, right? And the hardest pit of all is P 
people in like you have to live with your choices. You have to live with the consequences. But I will Some say, would say that's pretty harsh for being your twin brother. Not only your brother, but your twin brother. Yeah, I that's that's how I get through things, right? So I'm a realist and he knows that he's a realist. Whether or not he killed seven people, whether or not he was selling drugs, whether or not I don't care, he's still my brother. Yeah. So I'm still gonna ride for him regardless of what he did right or wrong. Mm -hmm. When he gets back, if he gets back, then we'll talk about the dumb stuff he did. Right. But until then I'm still team Jamar. Okay. So the whole like he was this, he was that. I, I don't care. I, he could he could have been like he could have been well. He can't be six nine, but like he, <laughs> he he you know it could have been something like that. And I'm still gonna be Team Jamar. And when I get to talk to him, I'll, I'll address the situation as such. But for now, getting him back is my only concern. And what he did to get this point is, is irrelevant to me okay. because the point is he's still not here, right? So um, he he is a good guy. I know people who know know those who don't don't, but. You're a bad guy in everybody's in somebody's story, right? That's the reality. That is the reality. Prior to June first, if if you had asked me about mental health, I'd probably say a week or something like that. It's just not something particularly in, in the black, the black community, community for men. And particularly the Caribbean culture. It's just not it's not a thing for us, right? right. So I would feel like you just have problems you like you're weak or something like that. Uh, post June first yeah no uh definitely never been so wrong about something in my life every day i wake up is like it's a battle of like the two wolves yeah essentially mm -hmm. um it, some days i just feel like yeah you know be positive hybrids is good let's motivate people let's do this mm -hmm. and there's other days i'm like no like fuck that and i so what do you do on those days uh you know what it i those days just get a little longer to get out of bed, per se. Um, I do do some, like, some things I cannot comment on, but okay. um, in regards to, like, in the summer days, yeah, I just get on the bike and I'll burn up the highway. Uh, like, me and my guys will go ride. Uh, when we talk about perspective, yeah, the OPP probably doesn't like us that much, mm -hmm. but um, that was how I dealt with it, right? Like, mm -hmm. you look at some people who go through states and, you know, they turn to drugs, alcohol. At the time, um, I was turned into alcohol a lot. I was drinking a lot. Um, I got like a little bare belly as opposed to it. Um, it's gone now, don't worry. But, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was drinking a lot and I was going to a lot of parties, um, a lot of fets, a lot of, because it was June 1st, so Caravan was still around the corner. And I had people ask me like, yo, why are you partying? Yeah. Like, uh, how are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And it was because I wasn't, I wasn't facing the situation. Um, I faced it twice in the two years now. And both times I was like, I never want to feel this again. I think about him every day, but I'm good at thought stopping. So in the army, we have different techniques to uh, fight, to prepare ourselves mentally. Mm -hmm. And one of them is thought stopping. So anytime the thought comes up, I would make sure that I, I nip it in the butt right there. I, I find a way to get rid of those emotions, those thoughts. So at the time, the bike was everything. Okay. The bike was, there. I, I think I put like 300,000 kilometers on that thing. Like mm -hmm. I was riding everywhere. I didn't come home a lot. I was riding all till night. I would fall asleep like for like 20 minutes and then get back up and ride again. Wow. Um, I was- uh, That was I your coping mechanism. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I was doing a lot. I was definitely doing a lot. And I was finding out what happened, right? So um, at the time, like I knew nothing. Like, so starting from, starting from ground up, was insane. Uh, I put myself in a lot of situations, a lot of compromising situations. I started beefing with people who uh, probably shouldn't have be been beefing with. Um, I started accusing people who probably had nothing to do with the kidnapping, but definitely had an issue with him. Okay. Um, I started lashing out. My paranoia is at a thousand. 
even when it comes to Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, as good looking as a guy as people may think I am, or I am, I don't really care. Uh, there's a lot of girls going to my DMs, a lot of girls asking what's going on, a lot of girls asking to take me out, take me to dinner. Um, and I felt like everything was a setup. So okay. I was like, you know what, like, no, like, it's not happening. Uh, at that time, what was annoying too was everybody wants to be involved or have a hand in the situation. So you got friends coming from like, the deep elementary works. school yeah. oh i know the twins so yeah. I'm, I'm close with them yeah. and you know oh, i was just talking to omar and you know and everybody thinks they know you now yeah. everybody wants to know you um so i had to deal with a lot i had to separate myself from a lot of things mm-hmm. uh me and my parents didn't really talk about it we're not we, we were never really like that kind of family mm-hmm. um so i if i felt like i need to cry i would cry like in the garage or like I would just cry in my helmet in the bike before I got home. Um, make sure that nobody else see me crying kind of thing. So between the, the and, I, and I was never smoking weed before this, but now like I smoke every day just to- uh, Another coping mechanism. Yeah, so like the weed, the bike, the alcohol, and- You go on vacations? And I left the country like in that one, in that one year, 2018, after June 1st, I might've went on like six trips between June and December. Another coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. so- okay. It, it was definitely a lot of coping and a lot of not paying attention to the situation. So when people had asked, how do you do it? Or, Yo, you're, you're so strong. And I would say to you guys, it's not, it's not that I'm strong or I'm not. I'm just not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality is, what can I do? Um, I can go start shooting up all the hoods and probably start before with someone who had nothing, nothing to do, to do with the situation. It, yeah. Just yeah. because I've been doing that. Um, the police, are, were, well, they're useless, really. Um, and not really in their own fault, but they just had nothing to go on. He was just good at like keeping what he had to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not that good at it if uh, uh, someone got him. But in regards to everybody else on the outside, we, I didn't know nothing. I I didn't want to know nothing. Did I know he was selling drugs? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, people sell weed every day, right? Um, do I know what he was doing? How big of he was? No, and I don't think I didn't care. Okay. I have my set of friends. He had his set of friends, and we would, we would come together at our birthdays, or like that's when we would. That's when my friends would see his friends, and okay. we'd all be like, "Oh, look at these cool guys." I'm really, really sorry that this happened to your family. I know that your brother had a daughter named Kira. Kiara. Kiara. Mm. Uh, how old is she? She's like eight. She's eight. Yeah. And it might seem like a stupid question, but how how's she doing? You know, she has her days. Um, Honestly, it's still tough for me to even see her sometimes because like, I know she's looking at me like one of the first things she said to me when, when it was all happening, she said, he's your brother, how come you don't know, don't know where he is? And I was like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very much like him and the mother and the, the sass between the two of them is, is at an all-time high, so she has it. Yeah. She has, she's a smart, smart girl and she mm-hmm. comes with some, what we would say, very disrespectful conversations. Uh, for she's, a little girl. For a little girl, but yeah. she's, she's used to it, right? So. She, uh, uh, you know, she's not doing the best for sure, like birthdays, things like that. She's still kind of grasping the fact that she might not see him again. Um, she, the other day, she said something like, uh, I, I know that you guys look alike, but can I see pictures of him? Because I kind of forget what he looks like. Stuff like that's heartbreaking, right? Yeah, um, I, I've been um, dwelling in the realms of uh, uh, sex with women for so long, and I don't have a kid, right? So, like, to have an eight year old now, is like it's unbelievable yeah, it's and everything. to have her like say certain things and 
I'm trying to hold my tears back so she doesn't cry, she doesn't see me weak, and it's like, I just look at her and think, you're like, you're hit, like, you're his kid, yeah. and it's hard, it's hard for sure. If he were alive and watching, mm. what would you, what would you say to him? Well, first, I, I have a laugh sometimes. I, I know that if he came back to the door right now, he would be pissed. <laughs> he would be so mad. Uh, just how the, the situation was, was handled, I'm sure that he was trying to send some hints to not only me, but he had called like six friends of his too that, that let him down heavy and, I, and they definitely let him down. Um, you know, he, he'd, be, he'd be pretty upset right now. If he walked through the door, it wouldn't be a, I'm happy to be back. It, it, he'd be pissed. I know him for sure. He'd be very, very upset. If he's watching, then yeah, like I just say, the, the reality is everything happened. There's nothing we can do about what happened. Moving forward now, the, if he comes back, he's good. The clothing brand's at another level. It's at a better place than it was when he was here because I'm just better at these things. Um, and I, I mean, financially, he's good. Like, I can pretty much take care of him now. But... Well, what would you actually say to him? It depends on if uh, he was being held or he's just away. Like, if he was being held, I'd say, well, this is that, you know, you gotta toughen up and get out of here. You gotta find a way because I can't help you right now. I don't know where to go. Um, and we run a lot of risk if I start doing what, what I wanna do sometimes, right? Um, not to say that things aren't being done or things aren't, haven't been done or stuff like that, but Kiara, right? Sometimes when I look at her, it's like, that'd be crazy to lose both of us. Yeah. Like, and that, put, that would put her in a spin, no. you know? Think about my parents too, to lose both of us would be crazy. So I think that's that side of hybrids, the Omar side, that's like being too compassionate and thinking about everybody else. Mm -hmm. Whereas like this side of hybrids, where we call it like the JK, the Jamar side of hybrids is like, forget everybody else, do what you gotta do for you and him. And it's like, that's where we kind of have to find a balance between, yeah, I'm gonna go find out A, B, C, D, but to what extent are we gonna act on ABCD because there's so many other people that are dependent on me right. to be here and make things happen, right? So I would honestly, if he was there and he was hearing me right now, or if like the kidnappers got a hold of this tape and they're playing it for him saying, this is what your brother said, and I say, yo, figure it out. Figure it out, man. Like you, you need to boss up. You need to look at, your, look at the ground, find a hair clip or something, like get out of there and then we'll worry about it after that. Okay. Um, if he is hiding, mm -hmm then he knows I'm going to say, <laughs> he knows that's not going to go so well. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure it's very great. It's, I'm sure he has to do it. But there's still that selfish side of him that I know, like, and it's like, bro, this is not, this is not the time for that. I just want to thank you for your time. And I want to thank you for allowing us to get to know you and the brand. Um, I know that the brand is um, it's a lifestyle and a concept centered around balance that we all seek. Mm -hmm. So that to me makes the brand even more than obviously just a clothing line. Mm -hmm. So I just want to thank you for your time. I appreciate you having me. Uh -huh. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where our mental balance can be crucial because it's uh, it's more about people like. Like you said, for me, I've always seen it, particularly my parents, age does you nothing without experience, right? So, I'm like this now only because I've gone through some things. Like, had those guys do that today, I'd be laughing and go, yes, perfect. Yeah, let's get it on. So, this is the fit. I'm loving it. It's kind of big down here because I guess it's made for a man. Yeah, that's a nice little drop. <laughs> I don't mind it though. It looks, does it look good on me? Yeah. 
say thank you again for introducing us to hybrid garb clothing and telling us about yourself and about your situation and I hope this helps you watching and yeah thank you so much thanks for having me <laughs> right, let's talk on camera uh, <laughs> so this is flower price from talk it media and your new favorite show I was but now I am thank you for watching Life is getting great with stress all around me God bless my family, guide those who don't want to be Provide for those that are cheese, let the loss be found I found my peace and now I'm trying to keep it in sight But on a Sabbath day, invite me out for the night I went out without a fight, having children socialize In a minute is a white top balance is fine, just casual But still outshine, sucks sometimes I'm way too shy But damn she's so fine, what would be the point of coming out If I can't say hi, can't just stare too long, time just flies And before you know it'll be the end of the night